0: What's up everybody, it's Albert Kempo with the Cantina MX Podcast. We are going live on episode 192. I'm here with Joel. What's going on, Joel? How are you doing?
1: Doing good, Kikis. Getting ready for a weekend of a lot of football here that we have that's starting on Thursday.
0: Getting ready for... A- we can, uh, <laughs> Hold on a second. A lot
1: of oh wait, we didn't start.
0: Yeah, I, I, I had we had uh, an echo.
1: Oh, right. we're starting again.
0: No, we're good. We're good. I had an echo. Oh, just... You didn't hear that.
1: I was hearing myself talking. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I had to mute it. We're good though. Yeah, so a lot of uh, a lot of news to cover. Um, so first off. On the uh, list of things, we got... uh, Do you want to cover the World uh,
1: Yes, sir. We have the Under-20 World Cup. Starts on Thursday with uh, Mexico versus Italy. I think the games are available on um, Fox Sports and... uh, What is it? Univision?
0: Uh, Yeah, on Spanish, it's Telemundo and Universo.
1: Oh, Universo, no. sorry, not Univision.
0: Uh, yeah. NBC, Universal, Telemundo, those guys. So those, they'll be showing the games upcoming on the 23rd, I believe.
1: Yes, it's on the 23rd. On Thursday, Mexico opens their group stage against Italy. And then on the 26th, they play Japan. And then um, on the 29th, against Ecuador. So this is going to have, you know, the two big names for Mexico, Linus and J.J. Mack, who had a standout season in uh, Liga MX. And he will not be playing the final, which, you know, the León versus Tigres. And it's also on the 23rd, the first leg at the Universitario Stadium and so he left he left to join the under 23 so let's see if if it affects him or not but yeah, how know. do you see this uh young mexican team
0: i don't know if i agree with that uh it's a bummer to see uh, Macias leave melon um and him miss out on getting that potential cuz i actually think they have a uh, they have a very good chance of winning this championship. Yeah. The Tigres. Um, so it's, it's sort of a bummer to see him miss. And then I believe uh, Zambuesa was uh, red-carded in the last game. So he – well, we'll talk about Didn't...
1: that. Yeah, we're getting. But, uh,
0: but yeah, the uh, it's a young – I mean, Linus is good to see, although many people wanted him in the Gold Cup. Uh, Macias up top. Should be uh, should be pretty good for him. Um, I don't know too too many of the other dudes, but uh, it should be interesting to see <coughs> because this is number twenty. These guys are actually the ones that should be making names for themselves to be uh, like getting plenty of minutes in the Liga MX and. Getting their names out so that they could be to be on the on the senior team.
1: Yeah, uh game should be should be good games though. These all of these teams ended up top of their groups in their respective qualifiers. So, you know, I don't think there's gonna be any easy games. Um, at least not on paper. So we'll see. Good luck to the tricolor. Uh let's hope they start off with the right foot. And uh, one of the hopes for Macias that while Leon let him go is to get that international exposure and if he impresses um we might be seeing him heading to Europe soon,
0: yeah, I'd be a little surprised for that, but yeah if hes if he shines in this tournament, that'll definitely boost his potential um. So they they play Italy, and this is in Poland. So we're looking at European times. Uh, Mexico plays Italy at uh, six o'clock on the twenty third. So that would probably be during the during the daytime. <coughs> uh, Italy. The big name, of course, Then after that, they play Japan, and then they play Ecuador
2: in the group stage
1: uh that's right chiquis that's right uh so other big news from I would say was yesterday on Monday we had the big the big <clears throat> the big meeting from the owners. So there was a reunion of Liga MX club owners and um they set the agenda for the next tournament. So uh, here it goes, we have a list. We got our hands on one of these lists. Um Atletico San Luis, they were promoted, so they will be joining the they will be joining the first division and uh Veracruz who were relegated they were allowed to pay a fee, so they are remaining, so we're gonna be having a league that is 19 teams. And, uh, which means that each week, one team is gonna get, uh, they're gonna to get to rest. They won't play a game. So I don't know, that's, uh, we'll probably be seeing a lot of amistosos there. That's what they usually do. They schedule a friendly in the U.S. Um, so we have that. So 19 teams to be played for the 19, 2019-2020 season. Um, each team will have one week off. They'll get a furlough. Um, and then the other big change was Copa Emequis. It's no longer going to be two cups per year. It's just going to be one. Just one cup. That's gonna be played from the 30th of July until the 15th of April, and it's gonna be it's gonna consist of 27 clubs, 15 from Liga MX and 12 from second division. Uh, those were the main the main cambios. Chicky, any thoughts? Um.
0: Well, I I don't I haven't really thought too much about the Copa Max, but that seems pretty interesting. It's a large, a large group of uh, of teams playing there. Um, yes. I, good. I know John tweeted out on the Cantina account that he likes it a lot. So I think it could be interesting. We'll have to see if it uh, generates more popularity.
1: Yeah. Well, we've seen that teams have begun taking it more serious. Now uh, we've seen fans of the clubs. Accepting it more. Same fans that would make fun of anyone that won it, but then when their club wins it, they're yeah. celebrating and showing off. Uh, so obviously, it's gotten to that point. Uh, back from when it was relaunched, that that more fans are taking it serious, and the clubs know that, and that gives, you know, it opens up opportunities for the team to to have more success throughout the season. You know, instead of instead of having only one chance at one championship, now clubs get to compete for two, and then later on maybe three three campeonatos a year, be it the two ligas, or if you're playing a Conca champion or or this Copa MX. But I think that that's that's a way of making it a bit more prestigious, you know. So I, I like the cambios too. Uh, we've discussed this many times here, at least in way earlier shows. Our one hope was, uh, you know, a cup that had all the teams, even going down to third, fourth division and single elimination. Who knows? Maybe, maybe one day. Never say never. Uh, there's another cup in the works that was already approved. Uh, I don't I just don't think it's been made official in its in its uh, MLS League IMX Cup. And I think it's only gonna have eight teams, four each. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, but they haven't said much about that yet.
0: They said it's um, I think it's gonna be uh I have the article up, it's contemplated to be the in this Cup. Um between MLS And Liga MX teams, but it's gonna be it's gonna be, um, I guess, uh, announced late in the in the next coming weeks.
1: Yes, (laughs) yes, it will, Chiquis. What was already announced, and we're gonna jump back into um, selecciones is um, the League of Nations. So for Mexico, it's gonna start in October. Um, so it's a CONCACAF Nations League. I said League of Nations. It's Nations League. And so Mexico goes up against Bermuda. The mighty Bermuda. I'll be scared to travel there, Chiquis. I, w- <laughs> I would not want to play them. Um, uh, just cause of that whole, you know, stigma of the Bermuda Triangle, yeah. which is probably not a, near that country. Um, anyways. So, Bermuda versus Mexico on October 11th. That's... Uh, and then, on the 15th of October, they go up against Panama. And then... Um, and then, they said on November? Yes, on November, they, they play Panama again, this time in Panama, and then they They close at home against Bermuda. So those are Mexico's games for the Nations League, which would have, you know, normally those would have been amistosos. But now, uh, because Europe is doing the same thing, uh, having their own League of Nations, so we took a page off of that. Uh, I don't really know how I feel about this. Uh, as far as Mexico, just as a Mexico fan, but, but seeing it as a fan of uh, you know, maybe not a fan, but like, knowing that Mexico is in the CONCACAF region, this is a good way for, for the region to grow and for these teams to have these type of games. Cause, team like Bermuda wouldn't, you know, to play Mexico on a friendly, it's it's just rare. It's just not gonna happen. You know, but the more you play these type of games, uh, it allows for your players to develop and to get more exposure. If you have a if you have a good player in your squad, he looks good playing against Mexico or against the the U.S. or what have you, and then they're likely to get picked up by a good club.
0: Yeah, the um, the only thing I see is uh, see, like I remember maybe a, maybe five or ten years back, uh, gold cup or uh, yeah, gold cup was always the. I mean, sometimes it was even a struggle. Like when Kaufthemek was, uh, that, that uh, I think it was a Honduras guy who was blowing kisses to Kaufthemek and he elbowed him in the stomach. There were, some, there were some tough uh, group matches that Mexico had to get through to eventually win and get to the final against the U.S. Yeah. And then now you see all these players just like Chicharito, like Dodreira, and all these guys just like, you know, we're not going. Um, or, or there's injuries, and so Gold Cup isn't really a priority for these dudes. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Like I a,
1: think you're opening a different kind of worms there, Chickies. Well, we doesn't... went from League of Nations to Gold Cup.
0: Well, no. no <laughs> I'm I'm trying to compare because and then we're and then now we're talking about League of Nations, which is like Gold Cup uh, B or like you know a less yeah but it is I mean I, I agree like you said it's it's gonna bring you're not gonna have uh, European players playing this I don't think maybe one or two yeah these young guys trying to prove no that. but
1: I mean I I think if I'm not mistaken because uh, a lot of these games are gonna be played during it's during the the it's when the teams will play their friendlies, and I'm not sure if this is during the the FIFA, if it falls right into see once again at the cantina we didn't do our homework, or if it falls right into the FIFA dates, because if it calls into the FIFA dates, then you could call in uh, your players from abroad, and because and, 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 and so we were saying uh, in Europe they're going to be having the same thing they they also have. Their own, and they've already been playing games. They've already been playing their own uh, nations league. So, so I mean, I don't know if they're gonna wanna come. Uh, Who knows, man? Cause see, a lot of times when they come, when these players come from abroad to play amistosos, it's not so much, especially if a player is already, um, if it's already like a key player or. You know, one of the main players for the Seleccion, What they're coming is like it's all promotion and sponsors. That's 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 more of a bigger part of what they're doing and, and just going into the whole players dropping out of the Gold Cup. That's been one of the things that's been talked about that there was this um this this uh how do you say it, man? I'm at a loss for words, cheekies. Not even drinking. Uh right. there's there's been a how do, oh man. Some some of the players with, with the with the Federation about it's kinda of like an argument over over like uh, over the Huh? Dispute. There you go. to dispute. God I'm I'm limited in words right here, cheekies. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, there's been a dispute, so it's like it saying it's it's it hasn't been blown blown up, but I mean that's that's uh you know some rumors there that some of the players haven't been happy, and I had read before how they wanted one time Chicharo to go film a commercial, and he was like, "You know I'm not getting paid for this, and this is not why I flew over here, so that could be one of the reasons why you do have some of these players that don't that don't want to. The other reason is some of these players rarely get the summer off if you look at like I think it's Herrera uh, Hector no not Hector Herrera who's the guy going to uh, I think he's going to Roma who did he sign with Chiquis he, oh, he's funny. the only one that left he, he's the only one that put a letter explaining why he's not taking up the call oh it's it's a, it's a um, cepillo No no, cheekies, Come on, man. We're letting our listeners down. It's on
0: it's the tip of my tongue.
1: It's at the tip of your tongue. <laughs> Too much albur is there, man. Herrera. Oh.
0: <laughs> huh? Is Herrera not coming? Are,
1: uh, Hector Herrera. I, I'm confusing him with with another one. Uh, but yeah, Hector Herrera. He he. If you see his career, he's. He's played every summer tournament with Mexico since 2012. Yeah. Yes, I mean, dude, why can't expect that much from this guy? That's, you know, he's about to jump finally, um, go to another club after overstaying his welcome at Porto, where he was only supposed to be for like two years, <laughs> and uh, he's finally gonna play at a at another club, and and he just he needs. He needs that time off, man.
0: Yeah. Um. To verify what your question was, the uh. Okay, so the uh, amistosos are nine. Oh, wait, that's in June. There's a there's an amistoso on ten on ten September in San Antonio. The the opponent is unknown. So that's one date, and that's two days after wait, Mexico plays on 5th
2: five on September. Oh, no, never mind. Never mind. They,
0: they play October, November. And, yeah, they play in November, so, yeah, th- these are separate. There's no – i have an Amistoso schedule for the times that they're playing. And,
1: uh, yeah, but we have to keep in mind there's the uh, regular Amistoso – and then there's a FIFA date, yeah, and right. and when Mexico usually gets all the other top players is on the FIFA date, and then the other ones, the regular amistoso. That's that's the traditional Molero. That's when you see Mexico playing some countries under twenty-three or, or you know.
0: Yeah, in September there is FIFA dates for, uh, two through, is it two, is it a, a range, two through ten September?
2: Partidos oficiales o amistosos.
0: Yeah, so it's the, the two through ten September, and then October 7th through fifteen is a FIFA date, which... The 15th is when Mexico plays, or the 11th is when Mexico plays, Bermuda.
2: And then 11th through
0: 19th, another FIFA day in November. So yeah, I mean, we'll have to see. There's a ton of stuff going on in the summer, I guess. Uh, Yeah, I agree. Hector, All these guys, I just see them devaluing the Gold Cup.
1: Well, yeah, and, I mean,
0: and and especially against these teams, in no disrespect, but these teams aren't as to the skill level that they could risk injury, even even in amistosos, they risk injury. They go back to their club, or like you see, uh, uh Chucky Lozano, who's on crutches, or on a crutch. Yeah, He's and, and it's a Gold cup.
1: Yeah, and it's two gold cups per cycle, so it's not like the, there's another one you could play later on. You know, it it takes away from the tournament. Cause two, man, these guys already have a bunch of those under their belt. It's like, okay, I don't want to play. That's the thing with Copa America, why they they were trying to do it like that, and then they they got rid of that idea because uh it was devaluing their tournament. When you had, I think it was was it the first the first one. Well you would see how in some of them the teams would just have like B teams, they'll send like their second hand players and only one of the cups was where you would see all the top players. But now the way they they went back to the old format and then it's it's you know, the teams bring all their all their
2: top stars. Yeah. And this is pretty much a, okay, so
0: like, this is what I see in the League of Nations. Uh, a bunch of, like, where is the calendar thing? Okay, so basically you have United States, Mexico, Honduras, Costa Rica. They have these group stages, which I would I'd be willing to predict that all four of those teams advance. And they all begin, because the semifinals is winners of groups. There is no.
1: There is no quarterfinals.
0: There is no. Yeah, there's no
1: like second Just, place. Either wait, You either. go straight, straight <laughs> to the quinto partido, chiquis? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the yeah, is it a quinto? Yeah. Well, semifinal or is that final?
1: Ah, uh, who knows, man. Partido, man. It's straight to the <laughs> partido, To partido. the sexto partido. Yeah, dude. God damn. So like, you, you get only to- that yeah. happened at the World Cup. Yeah, you
0: get the first place in your group or you're done.
1: Okay, so yeah, Mexico should be able to handle that. You know, reminding Bermuda and Panama pose no threat because in Chivas, because in Chivas team for that. Yeah. Watch them not win. Um, <laughs> <sorry>.
0: <laughs> and then you have the, the team John's hypes on is Curaçao, uh, who's on the group with Haiti and Costa Rica.
1: That's right. That's that's where we're gonna get to see um, what some of those teams are made of. And but but you see, chickies, that's that's where that's what helps some of these teams because then they play these before they just had that one tournament, which if they got if they were lucky to make it to the Gold Cup, that's that was their big break. And a lot of times, well, they just they just they rarely would. But now you have these two tournaments. So that's that's where, like, if Curacao looks good during the summer, um, they could follow it up with the League of Nations. And, and by the time you have eliminatorias, you know, a lot of these teams, Están Más foliados, are better prepared. Mm. And uh, it should be more competitive. The only downfall is that... Um, well, not not so much of a downfall because cause we're seeing more teams going to the World Cup because of the extra tickets because World Cup going to forty eight teams, but but having this more competitive games for these small clubs should mean that by the time if one of those gets to the World Cup, they they will be better
2: prepared.
0: Yeah, I don't know if any of these teams like the- yeah, I don't see any of these teams ever getting to the World Cup anytime soon. Well, I guess, the uh, well, you mentioned the expansion of the World Cup, so yeah, that's, that's I guess it's a possibility. Yeah. More teams in the World Cup. A Canada can make it, a Panama, a Trinidad. Oh, and
1: they will make it. Check they will.
0: So yeah, that's the League of Nations uh, group winners. All four of them go to the semifinals. And then the uh, winner of those go to the final.
2: Uh yeah, no third place match from what I can see. So hold on a second. Yeah.
0: Uh, so we got League of Nations, we took we covered U twenty.
1: Covered under twenty. We covered the new, the new uh the okay. updates from Liga MX, and I have one more, Chiquis. Yeah. One more straight from the Lavanderas. Um, this is that TV Azteca has sold Atlas. <clears throat> they sold them to Grupo Orlegi. So, Grupo Orlegi, some of you guys may not know who that is. They own Santos. They bought Santos, used to be owned by Grupo Modelo. Which was the um the beer company, so and they've been pretty successful with santos you know the the way they've structured the club and and they fixed the stadium and and their youth set up, so they've done a really good job and and I imagine Chafla fans are gonna be really excited about this uh, you know to have uh, competent owners running their club for once, which, uh, yeah, they they own everything about Atlas. And, uh, yeah, so I guess we'll be seeing more news about that, like what's going to happen, because I know Rafa was was in there. Is Rafa still going to be part of that? Uh, I imagine they will keep him just because he's a big name. But I think Ruperle is going to be – Doing a better job of bringing in refuerzos and and better coaches.
0: Yeah, they, they need to do something because uh, Atlas is pretty embarrassing. <laughs> they yeah, Tevez get bullied too much.
1: Yeah, man, Tevez dropped the ball. I don't, I don't I thought I, you know, I expected more from Tevez I don't know why, given that they were running Morelia and. That team had not achieved anything of note. Uh except reaching a final, something like ten years back. Uh <laughs> but yeah, Tevasteca just did a big mess. Uh so yeah, Group Orlegi and this is one of the things we wanted to talk about, how in the past Televisa owned more than one club and and the media and everyone would attack them and talk about corruption. But now we have Grupo Pachuca that owns Tuzos and they own Leon. And uh, no one really says anything about that. And now Grupo Legi Tuz has two teams in first division. And again, it's, it's kind of like they're getting praise. <laughs> so it's the, uh, you know, you see some of that negativity. It's usually the media just attacking.
0: So that yeah, that one we'll we'll see what comes out of that. See if that less improves or what what happens.
1: Uh, you know what, I do think they will improve. Uh, I I do see them, and especially you know they have just just the way they manage to to improve their youth setup, and and Atlas historically has had a good youth setup, and I think that's that's something that's gonna benefit them. You know. Be able to work off of the both, kind of, you know, not not too different from what Pachuca's doing, and and how they have, they're able to have even Leon do good. Uh, Leon, of course, playing the final right now. Mm-hmm. They're about to play the final, and it's a team that, you know, not too long ago was one other Campeonatos.
0: Yeah, so a few years, a few years back, that one. Yeah, so that's uh, that's some news. Uh, what else was there? I actually, wanna I actually wanna mix in if, if if now's the time. That other thing we we uh, we.
1: makes Feminil chickies.
0: Yeah, because uh, that sort of goes into something that I'm always interested in the uh, okay. Americans. They,
1: they, they eliminated the group stage of. Anyone keeping up with Liga MX Femenil, Uh, no more group stage. Uh, They're going to have a general table, tabla general, and Liguilla, same as Liga MX. That's the big news for the females.
0: Yeah, and they're also, let me see if I can get this right. They're also going to allow registration of.
2: Oh, that's right.
0: Um, older, and six older player mayores, and then six Mexican Americans. Because before, uh we've never talked to uh, feminine, but before the league only allowed Mexicans, not Mexican American um, girls. Wait, playing. you mean
1: the female league?
0: Yeah, the female league. The
1: yeah, no foreigners. No foreigners, in- in- including pochos. Yeah, exactly. if you were born in the U.S. You were excluded. Yeah. So you mean that they're opening their arms?
0: Yeah, they're opening them to to six to just six,
1: okay, uh,
0: per, per team, which is, I guess it's it's better, but uh everyone was sort of well, not everyone, but there was there was people up in arms a little bit about the exclusion of Mexican Americans, and this coming from of course the um, English the English Raza, the English people English speaking media I guess hashtag l <laughs> three English <in> English. <laughs> Uh, all that group, so of course they're mexican american so I guess they got that bias um, yeah I don't,
1: I don't I don't see why if you if you because Mexico just doesn't have as many opportunities as you know as you have in the u s or there's just way more more competitive from not not just from high school. But also even like the collegiate level and semi pro teams, and and that's that's sort of like you just don't see it in Mexico. Just recently, it's this Liga Femenil that popped up. But before that, I mean, you know, you had to like just fight for scraps. So I get it why they wouldn't want, you know, they they would, okay. yeah, they would try to like for the local players because i mean think about it how much more difficult is it going to be for for some girl in mexico if they're competing with with like a you know i'm gonna say a pocho that's that's just better prepared you know it's gonna take it's gonna go and gonna go and take their their chance
0: yeah, and you can direct me maybe if i'm wrong but i believe and i don't know if it's the same now i believe most the majority of the girls on the national team are uh, mexican american have been mexican american
1: oh yeah since since it's become more competitive
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: and so but that's a big reason why i mean because mexico lacks a lot of that infrastructure at the female level well, uh
0: cultural issues uh, i think also but uh but yeah i think it was good initially for the the league to start just with Mexicans to give them their opportunity to shine and and and, and advance in their skill, and then now of course the Mexican Americans can come in and probably take their jobs, <laughs> take their study, <laughs> take their starting roles, put them on the on the banca.
1: Well, like. god dang, god dang. Well, we'll see how that evolves. Uh, we'll be seeing it throughout the year, chikis. Yeah.
0: So. uh, so next what do we have? Are we, at, are we at the final yet?
1: Yeah, I guess we could we could talk about the grand final, uh, but first we had what, Leon? Leon, um, they lost to America one and but, so it was one one global, and they advanced to the grand final. And uh, they're going up against Tigres, who who beat uh they beat Monterrey 1-0. So both teams advanced. Uh the Global was a draw yeah. and the both teams that advanced was because they were the the top on the table. Leon being first digit second. Uh, so yeah, that's kinda tough. I mean personally I wouldn't I wouldn't want teams advancing on a draw, you know? Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes. Maybe they'll change it one day. They did change the final, because even even that used to be all the, all the way till the final. It doesn't count anymore. But I would I would prefer it if they if they took that away. I mean I, I was hearing a lot of the a lot of the news, the Mexican news outlets, and again they like to hit America, and they were saying how it was a fracaso. And it's like they get away with saying that because they could say, okay, not not winning the tournament is failing to meet your objective. So that's you know fracaso failure. That's where the failure is at. So it's like okay, fair point. But if you look at America's season, really isn't. You, I wouldn't qualify it as a fracaso. It's a Chivas fan, I would have liked Chivas to have done something like that. And to be eliminated on a one-one draw, it's not like you're gonna. Hang your heads in shame, you know, and say you failed. Uh, I just think that's just part of what hurts a lot of times. Um, the Mexican football, the way we start seeing the game, and that that whole what we qualify as fracasos is is just pretty absurd. Same same with Monterrey, that that um, you know. They, they also, and then similar to America, because Monterrey won, they won the Conca Champions, and then, uh, they were eliminated on the 1-1 global draw, and so they were saying that it was also a fracaso. But I mean, they, they achieved some good stuff throughout the season, uh, and America won the Cup, the Copa MX, which, uh, it was, it was missing from their vitrina, that relaunched one. They have a bunch, but from, from the yester years. So they got a shiny new one. So I mean, I, I, I'm sorry, man. I just, I don't agree with that whole kind of defeatist mentality. It's just too much kicking dirt while some team is in the ground, especially when they've been doing good. Those, those teams we talked about, they've all been doing good. Uh, they're pretty consistent.
0: Yeah, and uh well I would say that uh America was playing a man up for about ten minutes I believe. Yeah. And uh I'm watching the replays. <laughs> um Ruben Sambuesa is gonna miss the, the first game against Tigres. He was uh red carded. America oh, man. went up early in that in that match and they just needed one more goal to advance but uh uh yeah they had they had about 10 minutes up they had the whole second half to get one more goal and they just couldn't do it and then advances, so um
1: how much do you think it's going to hurt leon uh to be missing players like Sambu and and JJ Mack? yeah that's I mean, two two big players man i and you know, I had Leon to me. Just to me, Leon was like, I see them as hungry and and just wanting it more. And but but missing these two players, I don't know. I might have to give the edge to Tigres now.
0: Yeah, the only thing, especially because was uh, so uh, vital in the first leg, he uh, he he got that assist to J J Mac for the goal. Um, he's always dangerous on, on passing and everything. But I think, I think with Mena still there, uh, Montes. Yeah, big big back.
1: player Mena.
0: I think they're still yes. They still have Montes.
1: It.
0: It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. And then you have Tuca making things, uh, putting in guys <laughs> like uh, like uh, Ronaldo Junior. What's his name?
1: I don't know. You're talking about the can The guy, who takes,
0: the guy who takes off the shirt, shows a six pack. Uh, Jorgensen jer- <laughs> jer- jer- oh. going in the game and like uh, crossing uh, crossing balls into orbit and stuff and like
1: he's he, got the uh, the crossing was, skills of a uh, ayso under twelve player
0: yeah it was it was bad but uh, yeah I I still I I have my doubts with Tigres but they seem st- they seem to get get the results um, I still think, I still like I still want to say I like Leon to win it, but it's bum. It's a bummer that, I mean, Ruben Sambuesa That's that's a red card. But taking away JJ Mac, that I think was sort of. Uh,
1: well, a- it's and, and it's. I have to ask you, Chicky. Is it a one one game suspension or is it a two games?
0: I think it's just. A, I think it's just a one. From what. He was okay.
1: Saying. Yeah. Okay then. Okay, he'll be available because uh, let's keep in mind. León will close at home. And it's one thing about about Tigres is uh they haven't always been dominant at home. You know, we've seen them in some finales like when they play Chivas, you know. So so they haven't always been this team that you go to their stadium and they crush you. Uh you know. Yeah. So I I still for Leon, uh, any Leon fans out there, I think there's still a chance. Well, there's still a good chance, but I mean, you want all your players always to be to be available. Um, but Tigres is just that stacked. I do think they have a lot of quality there, so it should be good game. I want Nacho to win it, man. I think that guy deserves he deserves some glory.
0: Yeah, this would be a great season for them to win, uh, to win the first uh, top of the table. and
1: then... <clears throat> Yeah, well, he, he'll become legendary in that team just because of the whole 12-game win streak, you know, scored the most goals. You know, he put some records, and then Nacho's name's going to be right there, dude. I always remembered. I don't know. To man. the Leon faithful. Well, they don't know the Nacho, huh?
0: I, I might – I don't know about that. I think they're gonna brush over the coach. They're gonna be like, uh, who was the coach back
1: then? No, no, people remember just how Chiva fans still, you know, still talk about Mati.
2: That's different and,
1: though. It different that's thought. different. <laughs> no, man, come on. It's not that it, different.
0: He, I mean huh? like if, if Nacho can get like a say say he gets a Copa MX win next season or something, or or like the Conca Champions, he gets a few more titles with Leon. He'll be at he'll be at a, and and then you know maintain some good seasons, some good regular seasons, not like horrible losing streaks and never winning at home and stuff. Um, Mati has the aura that surpasses, I think, Nacho. Sure.
1: No, but I'm saying this was just an epic season for Leon, just because everything that, that they achieve and and not not much was expected at the beginning. So, so for him to be able to get all of that, uh, I do think he would, he will long be remembered if he could. That just, just that one, you know. I mean, I mean, people still remember the, the um, La La Puentes Atlas. They didn't even win.
0: In the intro. I intro. <laughs> yeah, so uh, first leg Monterrey, second Leon. There, there should be a, a, a pretty good contingent traveling to Leon also from Monterrey. And the Tigres fans uh, tend to do that. Um, yeah, so that should be a that should be an interesting final.
1: Yes, it will. Yes, it will, Chiquis. Yes, it will. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be exciting.
0: Uh, uh, what else we have? Is that a? Uh...
1: Is that offer the noticias?
0: I think so. let me see.
1: Well, big, big news. Yeah. Um, let me see. We do have um, Pumas has a new coach. Michel, did we talk about that already? Yeah, we talked about week. that. Last week? Oh, man. Yeah, we did. Okay. I just saw him today. They were interviewing him. He's talking about how Pumas needs to be aggressive with or without the ball. And they were then they were showing some goals he scored when he was with with um with Real Madrid and when he was at Celaya. <laughs> He's getting a good treatment there coming yeah. in.
0: That's good. He needs to be uh motivated. To get these guys moving. Yeah. It'd be nice to get a better player. Um, it's sort of funny to see Nico Castillo get a lot of hate from uh, not producing. I think he had, I think everyone's complaining he had one shot on goal.
1: Yeah, no, but I'm saying like if if you're a team like Pumas and, and you're one of the teams that you rely on a small budget and and you're going up against these other teams like like Santos and Pachuca, those are the ones you're competing with normally for one of the top eight spots. You know? So so to see for example Chaplas get that economic boost, it should be a little bit worrisome. Should be like, Hey man, we need to step it up. May I wouldn't say worrisome but it should be a wake up call of like, hey we, we better we better um get our shit straight, you know? Try to just open up the coin purse and, and bring in some better players or else we're going to continue to struggle down here. It's the same for Chivas, you know? So Chivas from time to time is able to like make these big um, um, big investments. The only problem with Chivas is they can't hold on, you know? They, yeah. they can make it like once, but then they can't. It, you know, it's supposed to last kind of long and then that's it. They won't have enough money to maintain it.
0: Speaking of speaking of chivas, I believe I saw a picture of uh, Pizarro back with uh, Pulido and uh, I think it was your boy Guero. Uh... Yeah, bueno.
1: El Guero Fierro. Yeah, they were hanging out at some restaurant. Yeah, it, it said good times or something like that. <laughs> uh yeah I don't know what's going on with Berro Fierro. I know he was at mo- i know he was at morelia. I don't know where he's been at
0: I was thinking of uh Pizarro uh if only he if only Monterrey would have advanced to America would as well it would have been uh, Pizarro versus america and, and well maybe he would make some outrageous comments like he did <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, Well, interesting you bring Pizarro because I think going into the gold cup. And when you have players like Chucky and vela and and uh, chicharo and all of these big names not not you know not showing up, I think this is gonna be the perfect you know the perfect tournament for him to carve his name into the three and 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 fight for a spot to to be one of the main guys so he definitely has the talent so i I could see him i could see him uh being, if he has a really good tournament you know he could link up well with um with r j nine i could i could see him that he's gonna become one of the next one of the next heroes for the for the selection
0: possibly hopefully they need uh, they need somebody like that to to do well Right. Anything else you got
1: um, what else do we have? cheekies? let me see let me see off of the top of my head we we, we did a pretty good job covering some of these topics right quick um, yeah, that's about that's the main thing right there um yeah, alright
0: Go check out the twitter verse
1: yeah. <laughs> no those those were pretty much the main the main topics um I think after the after the after the season ends we're gonna get all this flood of rumors of of refuerzos and you know we're gonna see how teams. What players? What teams get? Some teams are already picking up players. Chivas brought back Tony Rodriguez, who was a Lobos Buap. He was a, you know, promising goalkeeper that was at Chivas, and he lost the spot to Cota, and now he seems to have another chance to to earn to earn his place.
0: Yeah. Their, 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 I guess their previous goalkeeper was a little. Cusini. Uh yeah, Cusini was. He's well, he's still. He, times, right? They 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 took him off for a game, I think.
1: He's no I see the thing with him is he's still pretty green. If you yeah. see how many games he's played, uh, first division, it, it's not that many. So I mean he was still making some mistakes. Um. Which was something that was happening with with Antonio Rodriguez, who he had had like one or two really good seasons as a as a very young keeper, and then um, when Mati came, he benched him in favor. He went in favor of Cota, who had who was just a bit more experienced, and and Cota just he just owned the spot, and uh, we see Cota right now with Leon. He's playing another final, so he's and and then you know, Tony just didn't know how to react to that, and that's when uh, Chivas tried getting rid of him.
0: <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah. I guess we can close it out. Uh... Yes, sir. The uh the Liga final is when? Is it this? it's on
1: Thursday. Thursday. You mean the main final?
0: Yeah. It's so on Thursday and Sunday.
1: Yes sir. So two two big games on Thursday. Sub20 versus Italia and Leon versus Tigres.
0: Alright. We will uh stay tuned and Possibly podcast that evening, see if anyone else is around.
1: Uh, yeah, that would be nice, that uh, in-game,
0: watching thought, the games. Huh? My final thought would be uh, my prediction is going to be still, I think, uh, I think Tuka is running out of ideas.
1: <laughs> He's I'm become running predictable. you
0: out got a steam running out of, uh, out of uh, mental awareness. <laughs> and I think Leon's gonna take it even missing up on their two players, well, at least one of them for the first game and um, it's on West Side and JJ. I think and they win the title, so that's my prediction.
1: Uh, I agree with you. I do see Leon as being the more hungry team um and I think that when they play that game at their stadium i could I could see them but but who knows, man. Yeah, because Tigres just has the type of player like Guignac, you know, even like Edu Vargas, they could mm-hmm. they, they could just up. huh?
0: They could just do something brilliant all of a sudden.
1: Yeah, they'll just pull something out of their ass, man. <laughs> It'll change the game. Uh, they're that talented. Even though a lot of the times they don't seem like it. We saw it with Guignac when he scored that. They're very nice, uh, what was it? Scissor kicks against uh, yeah. against Rayados. Everybody was wondering why Tuka just played them for like ten minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Decisions. We'll see.
1: Yeah, more of that Tuka.
0: Alrighty, well, I guess we'll uh, we'll end the podcast there. Thanks everyone for joining and listening. I broadcasted this out on Twitter. And live on YouTube and then we will uh post it on the iTunes and podcasts centers tomorrow. So, thanks everyone for listening. We will see you guys next time.